Hello everyone and welcome to the third episode of Ladies First. I'm your host Abhishek Meena and today we are going to cover match day 2 of the AFC Women's Asian Cup 2022 which is taking place in India. The second day of the 20th edition saw a total of 4 matches being played. Two from group B and two from group C. By the end of the day, all the teams participating in the tournament had played a match each. Two of the four matches were played at the Sri Shiv Chhatrapati Sports Complex in Pune and one each at the Mumbai Football Arena and the DY Patel Stadium in Navi Mumbai. We will go through the details of all the four matches, how they played out and how well the teams strategized their respective games. The first match of the day was Japan versus Myanmar. The two-time defending champions Japan began their campaign with a solid 5-0-1 over Myanmar. Yui Hasegawa scored a brace and Riko Ueki, Hikaru Naomoto and Yui Narumiya scored a goal each. As expected, most of the game was played in the Myanmar half with Japan having majority of the ball and playing their passing football, trying to find gaps to create chances. The breakthrough came in the 22nd minute and it was a three-move goal. Japan keeper Ayaka Yamashita played a long ball to the right winger who put in an accurate cross in the middle where Ueki executed a diving header. The ball traveled so quickly from the Japan half to the Myanmar half that the latter were unable to react in time and conceded. 5 minutes later, Myanmar's number 2 Ai Ai Mo made a brilliant clearance to deny Japan. The defending champions were through on goal and the keeper who had closed in was beaten. Mo had the area around the far post covered and when the ball reached her she made an accurate clearance towards her keeper. Japan even struck the crossbar twice in the match. Naomoto scored off a perfect dipping free kick while Narumiya also executed a spectacular strike on her debut. Hasegawa as expected was incisive, bold and handled the creative responsibilities up front. Throughout the match, Japan played very centrally, which allowed Myanmar to create a block and defend at most occasions. Whenever Japan did use the wings, they put the Myanmar centre-backs under more pressure. In the coming matches against better teams, Japan will need to use the wide areas more. For Myanmar, their keeper Mezin Nui was fantastic and the scoreline was not more embarrassing for them purely due to her. The second match was between Australia and Indonesia and the Matildas registered the thumping 18-0 win. Captain Sam Kerr scored 5 goals and surpassed Tim Cahill to become the record goal scorer in Australian football with 54 goals. Emily Van Eggman scored a hat-trick, Ellie Carpenter and Hayley Rasso scored a brace each and Caitlin Ford, Mary Fowler, Tamika Yallop, Kay Simon and Ivy scored a goal each. Such was Australia's dominance that they scored a goal every 5 minutes and ran circles around Indonesia who did not know what to do at all. Australia's movements in the final third were impeccable, but games against tougher oppositions should tell us more about them. The third match gave the Asian Cup its first upset when Philippines got a 1-0 win over Thailand. Chandler Blue McDaniel goal in the 81st minute proved to be the big difference. Thailand were the higher ranked team in the match but right from the start Philippines had a great strategy and caught Thailand out time and again. In the 13th minute McDaniel put in a perfect curling cross from the right for Katrina Gululu and she was offside and her accurate finish was not counted. 
In the 29th minute, Katrina hit the crossbar after she made a fantastic run on Varuni's blind side. Three minutes later, Philippines had a golden chance from a free kick, but their number five failed to keep her shot on target just from a couple of yards out. There was a pattern throughout the match that the body positioning of the Thailand defenders was wrong, and they were all completely facing the ball, which allowed Philippine attackers to make a run in between or behind. Philippines did superbly to hang on to the last defender and make timely runs to put themselves in advantageous positions. In the 81st minute, McDaniel just took a shot on target from outside the box and Varapon Boon Singh spilt the ball to gift the goal and the win to Philippines. The final game of the day saw South Korea get a 3-0 win over Vietnam and who else but Chelsea star Ji So Yoon scored a brace and manned the midfield to help her team dominate. Ji scored her first goal in the fourth minute of the game when she took a precise shot from just outside the box. Vietnam were rattled having conceded the early goal and when a cross arrived from the right of the box in the seventh minute, Tran Tai Fung headed into her own goal under pressure from the two South Koreans. South Korea used the wide areas and half spaces well and either with quick passing or cutbacks created opportunities for themselves. They hit the crossbar, were denied by the Vietnamese keeper and eventually need a penalty to seal the win. In the 80th minute, Chung Tai Kyu went for a sliding tackle at Jang Sel Gi in the box and the referee pointed to the spot immediately. Ji converted the penalty to help South Korea to the victory. Vietnam were pegged behind right in the beginning but defended quite resolutely as the game progressed. They were marking the spaces and the cohesion between press and cover was decent. They were unable to contribute much on the attacking front though as South Korea had the control in the midfield. They tried to use the wide channels for a couple of decent moves, but South Korea's anticipation was on point. After the first round of fixtures, Saturday is a rest day and on Sunday, Iran will face China while hosts India will take on Chinese Taipei. That's it from me, your host Abrish Meena in the third episode of Ladies First. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and follow this space for more on the Asian Cup and other women's sports. Thank you.